You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. We don't usually start off episodes with something like this, but I came across uh, one of those morning radios shows when I was driving, taking kids to school this past week. And they were talking about, here's what's going on in the world, in the news today. Mm -hmm. And they shared a story of a husband who bought a gift for his wife. And she had made a comment earlier that she was really wanting to try to get in shape, lose some weight. That was kind of one of her resolutions or her goals in the near future. So he bought her a, a birthday gift. Okay. That was uh, a dress that was really pretty that he knew she would like and yeah. that he would love to see okay. her in. But he bought said dress two sizes too small. On purpose? On purpose, because with it came the sign. He wrote a little note that says, I really can't wait until I can see you in this. Okay, we'll see how this Yeah, this kind, of as, kind of as okay. a motivation, right? Okay. <laughs> well, so he, apparently he was sharing this on TikTok. Okay. And on his social media platforms, too. And um, so she then proceeded a couple of days later. He came home from work to a gift, and it was a box of condoms, several sizes larger, <laughs> with a note saying, really can't wait to see if you fit in these. <laughs> Touche. Yeah, you got to be careful what we give each other, oh, because man. everything has meaning. It does. And, and everything can either be, I mean, I do this with clients when when we start to realize the sophistication of what's going on among us, the couple, because they have their own language. Mm-hmm. And several times, some sort of comment that someone else might hear as an innocent just statement, or there's nothing <laughs> added to it. Uh, you, know, you start to recognize, well, that was a shot across the bow, or that was a direct hit. Right. Right. So- right. Yeah, and I'm thinking, nailed it on that one. (laughs) Very much so. This is Sexy Marriage Radio, where we want to have conversations about uh, what's going on in your life, and we want to help frame conversations to help your life be better, so that your conversation is much cleaner, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be shots at each other to that level, Um, unless it's fun, and just kind of making making light of some things, but that's up to each person to decipher as they see fit. So what we want is from the SMR Nation to let us know where you want us to go. And you can do that by calling 214-702-9565. Leave us a voicemail that gets you to the front of the line. Or email us, feedback at sexymergeradio.com. Or if you have not yet joined the network in the nation at my.smrnation.com, there's been some fantastic conversations taking place. Yeah, there have. Not only just in the academy, but also just on the in the general area, where just this past week there were from the show we did, there were two great threads that started. One was a question from Jessica, who's heading up the connections with the with this mm-hmm. whole platform mm-hmm. and making sure that uh, there's conversations and connections happening. And she she wrote the question of um, from episode 511, are matching bras and panties more often for you or your spouse? So he wrote, she wrote it out to the ladies, mm-hmm. which got some really good dialogue mm-hmm. going. And then someone else jumped in listening to the show 
where we talked about both the husband and wife in episode 511 struggled with masturbation. And what's your thoughts on that? Is that an okay thing or not? And so she just basically threw it out there to the nation to say, uh, I would love to hear people's thoughts. And they, lo and behold, people jumped in and were sharing conversations about stuff that is we've, so it's all coming to, to land in the sense of what, what we've really wanted with this is a place for, as we do episodes, when it spurs something, you got a place to go and share and catch up with more or add a different thought or take it a different way. Well, it's, he- it's healthy conversations. Absolutely, right? it is. There's, it's a safe place to go to. Um, right, because all the conversations are curated. So right. if something gets posted out there that we don't feel is in the spirit of uh, marriage and the sacredness of sex and, and love... We can we can help steer it in different ways so that we make sure it still maintains a safe place. Right. Well, coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio is a coffee shop conversation. I'm going to take you to have some coffee here in just a little bit, babe. I'm looking forward to and it. And we're going to have a conversation about um, some of the different things that happen in marriage and how a lot of times each person can have a different way they approach it with the same subject. And in this one, we're going to talk about snoring. Okay. And and what do you do fun. when your spouse is the snorer? How do you respond? Okay. What are your options? And what does that mean? All right. We're going to unpack that a little bit and see where that might go. Plus, we've got an email with one of your questions on the higher desire, lower desire, which mm-hmm. we're taking it a slightly different way, which okay. is a lot of fun to do. And then on the extended version of Sexy Marriage Radio today, which is deeper, longer, and there are no ads, you can subscribe at smrnation.com forward slash Academy. Um, I got an opportunity to speak at church the other day, mm-hmm. and we recorded it, and it was just on the idea of just a biblical view of how marriage and what might be going on as far as God's design mm-hmm. on helping us grow up, and how do I see me, how do other people see me, how does God see me, mm-hmm. and so all that's coming up on today's show. So this conversation is going to be a little bit behind the curtain. A little bit. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Off the air between Pam and Corey. <laughs> so as our marriage has unfolded, as I'm sure many people have had the same uh, journey. Yeah, I don't think this is unique. No. no. <laughs> I hope not. If we're weird, let us know. 214-702-9565. Right. We can take it. Um, one of the things that has happened as, as life has, un- has evolved and as we have aged, and for sure seasonally, Yes. This happens. Yes. Um, snoring has entered the picture for right. both of us. For both of us, yes. Right. This is not a one per, one-sided thing. No. And it seems like we can trade. There are There's probably times where we both could go, but it seems like, oh, now it's kind of your turn. Wouldn't that be fabulous if you just both did it and you're both so tired, you're just doing it and who cares and no one wakes up? It becomes like this rhythm, and it mm-hmm. just keeps you both asleep. That would be maybe maybe there's Wouldn't an app for that. Wouldn't that be um, something? But it's it's what's fascinating to me is how spouses react to their spouses snoring. Yeah, yeah. Because granted, there's a continuum, right? Some is really severe. It's in the world of sleep apnea. It's in the world of uh, it's really hard to sleep through regardless. Right. right. Some, 
it's situational. It's mo- it's just a, a short lived, acute kind of a thing, mm-hmm. and then they roll over by natural mm-hmm. instance. Or there's different things that it's so it's not just the nonstop ongoing things. So we're not really talking about the nonstop ongoing right side of it, where going to a sleep study, dealing with the health components that can be a part of that, definitely would be worth exploring. Sure, we're doing more just the. What do you call it? Common aging snoring. C A S. Inflammation, <laughs> whatever. Okay. So, because what's interesting to me, just kind of unpacking this, is when I am awake and I hear you snoring, I go about it a lot of different ways trying to get your attention. And what do you do? Well, it's fascinating to me, and this is my own just kind of, I have no idea why. This is where I'm just, let's just unpack it and see if we can come to understand. Spill it out. Uh, I, I begin with the shake the bed. Okay. Right. Just see if there's a little bit of a disruption that can happen that might get you to, to just change positions slightly. Because we don't have one of those beds that they advertise where you can just push a button and it raises them up. That may be on the uh, purchase list <laughs> my, in my, the future. If I need to explore, or if you're looking, wondering, what could we get the host of Sexy Marriage Radio? There you go. Right. Mm. Get them to advertise and maybe they'll send us one to there try out. We could try it out. Um, so I'll do the shaking of the bed just to see if there's some sort of a disruption. I've also figured out if you kind of, if I mess with the sheets and the, and the quilt, that might get your attention uh-huh. enough that it just. Uh-huh. The whole point is I figured out over the years, there is a level where I can get it to where you're still asleep, but you stop the snoring at times. Okay. Right? Without the, So, so do you have this goal of, I don't want to wake her up? I think that's probably it. And I think some of it comes back to way in the past of who you're not now at all. But there were times where if I woke you up for something in the middle of the night, just by, by mistake or by purpose because there's something that happened that I needed to yeah. get your attention to. It didn't go well for me on the, the way I experienced your reaction to that. Okay. <laughs> so I think that's buried deep down on, sure, sure. if I'm honest, I'm a little scared. Sure. I, I, <laughs> I can't blame you for some of the reactions I'm sure I had. Okay. So, so I'll do kind of incremental just kind of maybe Ramp I can, it up maybe I can get it, increase the severity enough to where I'm not quite to the point of waking you up yet, but I am enough to get you out of the depth of whatever cycle you're in and okay. bring you up a little bit closer and that'll stop you. And if that doesn't happen, then I can always grab the pillow and shake it. That usually works. Or grab the, my pillow. Yes, you grab, grab my your pillow and shake, and it. shake okay. it. Or the fail safe is finally, hey, Pam, <laughs> wake up. You're snoring, which recent history has proven that's an okay route because it's I'm not risking anything flying at me or vitriol coming out of your mouth or even anger. It's no. just, oh, okay. And then that's it. But it's I can't get past whatever software iteration it was long ago to where it is today when I'm at that stage. Okay. But now if we switch it. Yeah. If we switch it and I hear you snoring... First thing I do is, Corey, turn over. Pretty straightforward. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and if you don't, I just say it a little bit louder. Mm-hmm. Corey, turn over. Mm-hmm. You end up, though, I, I'm going back to yours because of late, there's oftentimes where 
you will just default to coming out to the couch rather than waking me up. That is true. And despite me saying, wake me up. Mm-hmm. And in my defense, if there, I don't know if that's even that's appropriate the, phrase yeah, here, yeah. but the rationale behind the rationale. that is at this time, like while we're recording this, when it's tax season yeah. and you're asleep, I'm good just letting you sleep. Yeah. And so if I'm already awake, what's the problem? I'll just move. Yeah. That's not that big a deal other than I know I will be awakened early since our daughter and you and the dog are always up early. So if you head out into a room where people will be coming, you're going to be part of the damage that happens of just you're going to wake up Yeah. as people get around for their day. But so there's an element of that that I see it as, you know, I, I could easily if my rational brain wants to get a little more of the rationalization hamster, I'll see it as a high ground of look at how caring I'm in. I'll just let my wife sleep. And I want to try to not wake her up. And well, so I can justify my re- just, my approach to this. You justify it, yes. <laughs> but it's funny because from my perspective, there's a part of me that says, ah, you know, I appreciate you. I appreciate you when tax season is so crazy. I really do. Sleep is good a- sleep. And I, I want love to keep being it able to sleep. Mm-hmm. I really do. But there's definitely um, times where it's like, oh, come on, just waking me up because (laughs) I don't want to be that person that made you go sleep on the couch. Right. And this is what's so fascinating because there's messages both sides. It's like the joke we started with on the show. Yeah. (laughs) That there's messages with everything. Right. Right. And well, and when we say that two people live together and we know that stuff. I know that you're afraid of me from whatever way back when, Mm -hmm. right? I know that you're afraid to say, hey, Pam, wake up and roll over. And I can't, and I'm not really clear exactly the scenario, but I know that I've created scenarios that made you afraid of me back when. Um, So, but for now, I'm like, gosh, I've laid out this clear path. Wake me up. I would rather wake up in the morning with you in my bed. And so then I've got this message on this side of, dang it. I don't want to wake up with him on the, on, now I feel guilty because I woke him up and kept him up. Right. Okay. And so I will own that there are times where I'm frustrated and I'll make that move because I'm trying to deliver that message too. (laughs) Right. Right. And then I just get pissed off because I'm like, well, dang it. I told you that's on you. So then I come around to this. Well, you know what? That's on you. Yeah. Because I've, I've, I've said my message. So here you are. No, I get it. I get it. But But that's where we're getting into this, right? That it's, it's silly. Something like snoring. It's, it's, it's silly things. This is what's been going on in the academy for a little bit. We've got a few couples that have been having this dialogue on the coaching calls. Yeah. Of just, we've, we've started terming, they, they initially termed it stupid stuff, and we've landed on the idea of it's petty. Right. It's petty stuff. Because it's, it's not huge consequential moral no. things. No. This is just dealing with life on life terms. This is dealing with another human being. Yeah. And I guess the, the ultimate goal to me with this conversation is, how do we as people recognize the messages we send and be more honest about the negative messages that are built in there too? Mm-hmm. And some of them are, still, are, are sometimes a little bit more shot across the bow. Some of them are torpedoes right in the side. And we're delivering that. Mm-hmm. And just be cleaner about, okay, 
the goal is take a person at their word. If that's what they're saying, you kind of have navigate, help me figure out mm-hmm. how to navigate this better. I'm going to try to help you by yeah. teaching you me more. And then the ultimate point is, how do we grow to see our partner as who they are and we see ourselves as who we are better as we're evolving? Mm-hmm. So can I get you some more coffee? Because that way we won't have to maybe mess with it tonight if we don't sleep at all. Yes, I would love more coffee. So an email came in that said, I've been listening to your podcast for quite some time and finally felt the courage to submit a question. I want to first say that I've learned a lot on this podcast I've learned a lot about myself, which has been great, and I've been able to correct the things about myself by identifying with other callers' issues and talking, taking the solutions that we give and applying them where I see, so I say thank you for that. I've been listening in particular to your episodes about high-low desire in marriage because that's my biggest issue that I'm having now. I, like many other people I hear on here, are the higher desire for sex while my wife is the lower desire. I was recently listening to episode 509, and as I was listening to this episode, I had the thought that stayed with me. I'm a lower desire romantic. It seems we're always talking about low high desire with just sex, but what about romance? I understand this may sound a bit controversial, but I think it's worth talking about. I have to expect, accept the fact that my wife won't desire sex as much as me. Why is it not... Looked at the same with PDA, like holding hands while watching TV or walking or saying I love you multiple times a day. I'm okay with all those things because my wife does all those things and enjoys the affection and closeness, but I'm okay with not doing it or receiving that kind of affection every day. She wants to hear I love you every day. She likes to have me when I'm close to home to be close enough to hold hands and kiss. I love her to pieces, but I just don't care for that. Her feelings are hurt, and I feel obligated to do those things when I really don't want to. She, Just like she may feel obligated to show up in bed when she just really isn't in the mood. Am I wrong for comparing the two? I'd love both your thoughts on this. Thank you for what you do. I don't think that's wrong at all. <laughs> this like, is spot the, on. Yeah, he's seeing it exactly. This is the point. Right, and what's... Interesting to me because we've said, and this is this is a thank you for this email because it's a great opportunity to unpack this a little bit mm-hmm. and actually then apply it to the different levels or areas because mm-hmm. we've said throughout the years of SMR, there's a higher and a lower on every topic. And you can be right. on, and some of this can change by season or situation yeah. too, right? So, or by experience. And we're things. not talking season of the year, season of life, right? True. Well, it could be season of the year too. Well, I mean, <laughs> True. Okay. So, so but it, that, that's how fluid this whole thing is. And what he's talking about is this whole concept of like mixed level desires on interchangeable correlated things, right? Because mm-hmm. romance is going to go with sex. Intimacy is going to go with sex. Conversational in depth can go with sex, right? And this is where it starts to get very interesting. You can be the higher desire for the actual act of sex, but the lower desire for what it takes to get there. Right. Especially right. for your yeah. higher desire spouse, who, uh, shocker, is the reverse. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is so great to look at what he's describing is the thing she's really looking forward to that can be a springboard into the thing he wants as the higher desire. Yeah. But he may not frame it that way, one, or it's more intimate or has a different meaning or something than the act of sex does. Hence, he's the lower desire. Yeah. 
And that's not always the case. Usually the things we're lower desire for are the things that either um, there's anxiety, uncertainty, insecurities about, or it's just not that important. It's just not as high on the radar. Mm-hmm. I mean, the meaning, it just isn't quite the same and it carries the same value. Okay. But so he's sitting here saying, I really don't want to have to say I love you every day. I really don't want to have to kiss or hold hands or be affectionate every day. And so sometimes I feel like I kind of have to. I think it's interesting. I'm backing up to what you just said. Um, that it, bringing out the point on high desire, low desire, that it's not just about I'm just not interested as much as you. It's not about the it 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 also brings into I might be the low desire lower desire because it makes me more anxious. It's more out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Maybe in my mind I would enjoy to have that. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's lower on my scale of importance, but because it creates this lack of comfort for me, it's down my list because I don't even want to approach the lack of comfort. Right. Right. And this is what's so fascinating. If you'll actually, and I would encourage the members of the nation to do this, look at the major aspects that you would put under the umbrella of your sex life and your sexuality. All the things that help lead towards it and all the things that are a part of it. Things like the actual sexual desire, mm-hmm. the intimacy, the novelty, the variety, which those can be the same, but those are also different. The romance, the connection, the affection. You know, There's a lot of different layers mm-hmm. that incorporate this whole aspect of our relationship in our life. Right. One of the things that's incredibly powerful to do is to recognize where am I higher in one and lower in another that is really closer related, and what's that about? Because I've worked with a lot of couples where if we've gotten to this depth, some of their issue is one of them is the higher desire for sexual frequency, but the lower desire for sexual intimacy. Right. They want to do the act, but they don't really want to be known during it. Interesting. And yet their partner is dying for the intimate connection in the act of it. Yeah. And so therefore they know if I'm not going to really get to experience all of you, it's just going to be a performance that lowers their desire for the desire of interest in it. Mm. And so it's just the more you can start to recognize that might help you start to piece together. These are some of the things that, okay, so to his question, he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. These no. these are completely comparable on higher yeah. desire fits on everything. Yep. And so parsing it out can be very beneficial. Now you start looking at the aspects of romance. What are the things particularly, if you almost put it on a continuum, where would you be really, really low on the PDA? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a, I don't like being seen in public like that. That just feels, it's like showing off or it's, what's the meaning? Right. And if you could challenge those, maybe that helps you increase that level a little bit. Okay. Um, what is it about holding hands? Is it a sweat reaction? Because I got that. I totally get it. There's times where you would want to come in and snuggle, and it's like, nope, I start getting all It is too hot. Fidgety. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't like to be uncomfortable like like that. Um, So you just kind of take each one and start to parse it out of, where's that coming from? What's that about? Mm -hmm. And then maybe the goal is not to necessarily get to the same level of desire, But the goal is to recognize what are you really facing better? So therefore, you're more equipped 
to lean into it if you choose to. Mm-hmm. Or you can at least be a better lower desire to recognize, you know what, honey? The fact that I don't want to say I love you every day, I know what that means and how you read that and hear that. That is not my intent. So that way you both get an opportunity to try to grow up to realize what is it about the higher desire that needs the I love you every day? Right. Because this is where it plays out on the relationship to challenge both of you in your role. Hmm. So I'm curious how that went with uh, the coffee shop conversation that we had on how how this lands with people. Because, I mean, I'm going to venture a guess. We're probably the only couple that faces snoring issues. Oh, you're going to guess that? And, you know, we are just an anomaly that everyone else just sleeps soundly through the night. They I'm don't pretty have... sure that at the beginning of the show, we said we're pretty sure we're not an anomaly and that everybody else has this. Well, I probably should have paid attention more in the early part yeah, of the show. Yeah, maybe you should have paid attention <laughs> there. But I'm interested to hear comments on uh, the Academy or at MySMR. Nation.com. Oh, yes. Jump in there. How do you address the different things that just bedevil us in marriage where we're just, there's differences, but there's also past that's added to it. And how do you get past it? Right. Even little things like snoring. Yeah. What do you, how do you deal with it? Because yeah. <laughs> there's probably no right way. There's just wrong ways. It no. would seem. Well, I mean, there could be two couples that deal with it exactly the same way, but one of them for them, it's wrong, and the other one for them. Well, I mean wrong as in like if a hammer was involved. Uh, or... Okay, well, there's that. <laughs> the attitude in which the method, message is delivered and how it's received. That's spot on. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Whatever we left undone, let us know, uh, either at the network, my.smrnation.com or 214-702-9565. So wherever you are, however you chose to listen, thanks so much for taking part of your week out to spend it with us. We'll see you next time.